Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We're talking again. My body's swimming. Welcome to the Swapcast Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have... Lucy Thomas. And... Brendan. (laughs) (laughs) Asshole. (laughs) No one's going to make fun of me anymore. (laughs) I'll do it. Brendan Levi. (laughs) (laughs) Every week we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre, break it down for you, tell you who in the cast is hot or not, find the most ridiculous reviews from around the internet, and finish with some tenuously linked film and TV recommendations. This week, we are watching the 2018 TV movie, A Christmas Switch, starring Jackie Seaton and Ashley Wood. The IMDb pot synopsis of the film states, when singer Audrey and record executive Julia collide at the mall, they wake up in each other's lives the next morning. As Christmas looms, the two women must figure out how to help each other and switch back to their original selves. We always love hearing from our listeners, so send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials at the underscore swapcast on Twitter, the swapcast podcast on Instagram, or search the swapcast podcast on Facebook. If you want to support our show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It's the best way for us to get new listeners. A hundred iTunes reviews and we will fulfill our most common fan request to review face off. Now, guys, it's been a hot minute since our last episode. <laughs> what have you guys been up to since we last recorded? Um, just lots of eating. Yeah, I went to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just to FYI to our listeners, this was a double episode that we've recorded tonight. Mm. We, the double was, whammy. Yeah, it was only uh, you know a couple of hours ago <laughs> that we were sitting here watching 18 again and then reviewing it. and then So, yeah, we have to tell everyone, we watch the movie together and then we record about it. So, we watched a movie, we recorded the podcast, and we've watched another movie, and now it's late at night and this will probably get really weird. Except yeah. it's Christmas. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Merry Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Apologies if we're like delirious by the end of this. <laughs> I think the movie we just watched won't help that matter <laughs> <No>. in any way. <laughs> so, my question to you guys Does a Christmas switch get you in the Christmas spirit or has it turned you into the Grinch? <laughs> uh, oh, do you want me to go first? Go, Brendan. As, as much as it pains me to say so, I do feel like I got those Christmas feels. Like, uh, I really am sick about myself, but I actually am like, ah, that excited, sort of enjoyed it. Um, please don't feel ashamed. I love Christmas. And so, yeah, full in the spirit. Um, there's no, you don't need to be embarrassed of that. <laughs> Paul also loves Christmas. I'm looking at his amazing Christmas tree right now. Oh, yeah. Thanks for the compliments. <laughs> this sounds film- like a weird sex thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she's just staring at my Christmas tree. <laughs> it, it's really a uh, falling. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. This film. Oh, my God. Are you going to say they didn't get you in the Christmas spirit? I mean, no. obviously it was bad, but <laughs> yeah, it, it, was it terrible involved film. Christmas. I don't know. This film, like, is the kind of film that's so bland mm. and yeah. uninteresting that, like, you know when you realise you've missed out on whole scenes because you were, like, thinking about, like, what you have to do later on in the night mm. or things like that? But, but what's comforting is it's so generic that you don't you feel like you've right missed it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, and I feel like as well, this is not... You know, this is like this is a a B movie or whatever. Like, yeah. I feel like the people that made it and everyone had no delusion. They knew what was up exactly. Yeah. So it's sort of like when a film like that is bad, it feels less offensive. Yeah. Than when a film's trying really hard and is very shit, like mm-hmm. the one we watched for the previous episode, which was really yeah, burnt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've already forgotten what it's called. <laughs> Eighteen again. Um, yeah, I didn't hate it. It's an impossible film to hate because mm. there's just nothing there. Mm. It's like it exists. <laughs> it makes you feel like it is Christmas right now. Yeah, and yeah, it doesn't really make <laughs> and you that's feel- its purpose. Yeah, it's yeah. fulfilled its Christmas destiny. Yeah, it's just yes. reminding you it's Christmas. You need to buy shit. <laughs> get in the Christmas spirit. Mm. I don't know. It's just like even like the two lead characters that swap mm-hmm. are just so like Not void of anything. <laughs> mm. And like I feel with swap films, you need two strong personalities mm-hmm. or else the swap doesn't really feel it like anything. It doesn't make sense because they – I felt like they had the same problems. Yeah. And they're trying to teach each other and you know, lessons. you know what I thought as well straight away? They even look sort of similar. Yeah. So sort of like, yeah. why would you fucking do that? <laughs> yeah. When when the other, like the rich one's going on about how attractive she is, I was like, you're, I, I'm really. You're looking in a mirror, bitch. Yeah. Like- yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I felt like the, like, because one is like this rich record executive and the other one is a poor house mum. I feel like the poor house mum should have looked like a poor like house mum, like Malcolm in the Middle, someone that than- doesn't have time to care for themselves. Like, this yes. Yes. maybe let themselves go. In so a lot you know, of ways. you know how they try. You know how they tried to um, illustrate that in this. Yeah. She had curly hair. So she's like, I'm crazy. I've got curly hair. I'm busy. I can't do my hair. But the curly hair was like yes, really perfect. well Yes, done. absolutely. But this is what they were trying to do. Did you see? Yeah. One of the first things she does is she touches her hair and she's like, oh, my God, it's curly. I must be, you know, like she yeah. starts freaking out. Yeah. it's um That that haircut that she had would take a lot of upkeep yeah, absolutely. and money yeah. to keep it that way. She was, went to buy her kid a present at the shop and it was <laughs> like a ten eight dollars teddy bear and she's like oh it's so expensive Mm, yeah like maybe stop spending like four hundred dollars and she always had a perfect smoky eye like her makeup was always really impeccable you're right she it wasn't and her house wasn't like she didn't have piles of laundry or yeah oh yeah the Mm. her poverty was like the most frustrating yes yeah yeah. (laughs) like there's a a one child two income earning and she does double shifts she's she's getting like where the fuck is their money going because their their house, their hair, <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like you know this film is made to be comfort food, so they yeah. don't want to show anything that will upset 
the bored housewives that are watching it. Mm. <laughs> and it well, yeah, all, I, I like, don't do. remind them of their real life. Yeah. And it is very much this is this film is porn for bored, tired house mums. Like yeah. the the message that happens in this is that both their husbands realize that they should help more around the house. And, and, PSA, like, gentlemen. and they say it really bluntly. Like, yes. It's like, mm. I realized that I was the problem. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so finally, we have some order in the house. So Audrey has some time to herself. And in typical fashion, I didn't realize I was part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, that happens to me all the time. But who do you think gave the better performance out of the two female leads. Um, I think the curly hair yeah, one. Yeah, I thought it was curly hair as well. I'm yeah. going to find it really hard. Like, this movie had no soul, so I can't tell you what the characters' names were. Yeah, so yeah. It, was, it was Audrey and Julia. Right. Julia so Audrey's was- curly hair. Audrey was the curly hair yeah. and Julia was the straight hair. Um, but, I mean, I think they both really went <laughs> They both really went for it. Just, what? Why are we defining it by that? <laughs> because that was the most interesting thing about these characters. And they looked the same. Yeah, they I know. They looked the same. But, like, the thing is, one's supposed to be rich and have it all and one's supposed to be poor. Yeah, but how badly, like... But, but yeah, that was so intangible to, that yeah, we, exactly. we find a, a stronger match there. And I'm going to refer straight, to them as curly and straight hair the whole time. Yeah, I'm sorry. And sh- I, I guess the other defining thing, to be fair, is that straight hair was a complete another bitch uh, towards the beginning mm. and it took so a while. So that when, that when the other lady is playing her, I thought she did a really good job. Yeah. Like she did a better job than the other girl did. Yeah. In my opinion. She was like good at being a cow. The other one's just really like fake sunny. Ugh. Like <laughs> yeah. it was ridiculous. Listen, you are wasting your time in this place. With your voice and that face, you could actually be somebody. I am somebody. I'm a mom. We've talked about the acting skills of the two leads. What mm-hmm. did you think of the supporting cast in terms of acting skills? I wrote down that I thought that the young daughter, Kelly, mm-hmm. so she's, how old do you think, five years old Well, maybe? she's meant to be four in the movie. That's but right. She's probably around that age, yeah. Deserves an Oscar. She's the best yeah, character. I, I'd say, ladies and gentlemen, Paul's eyes have gone wide. Oh, my God, <laughs> I'm really, like, disappointed today. I feel like this, this why is Paul just not... <laughs> Well, I'm a I really enjoyed the little girl. Where to now? Mommy, you're funny. Let's go home. Yes, home. Perfect. It's popcorn night. What's popcorn night? It's where you make popcorn and brownies and roll cheese and put it all around the tree. It's popcorn night. Popcorn night. Popcorn night. I thought she was terrible. Brandon. <laughs> Brandon. You hear that? <laughs> she was terrible. You could see her eyes starting to whoever was feeding her lines every time. But she was really sweet. She was she really was convincing early, she sweet. She was the girl. only thing that brought life to the Same to here. The, to the, the worst movie. one was the older daughter. She oh, was like, the, uh, the older daughter was so <laughs> fucking awful. Yeah. Sorry, I just, I have some schoolwork to do. I can't just drop everything and have a Christmas revival. She was terrible. and She, she looks like she had some Britney Spears, like, clip-in hair. And she looked and sounded like she wore, I, like, mm. I know I'm, this is two episodes in a row that I've done these comparisons, but mm. she looked and sounded like she walked off the set of a porno into <laughs> this film. And I feel she, like this is quite representative of what's going on in Paul's <laughs> life at the moment. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, awful, awful, terrible. Both yeah, daughters. she was the worst actor. No, mm. I, the little girl was the best. No. She was better than both parents. Yes, she was better mm. than both parents. Um, I Yay! would still say that the the husbands were the worst. I still would put them. One above. was better than the other. So straight hair's husband was the worst one, in my opinion. He was like truly yes. yeah. a cardboard cutout of a man, like being positioned like he had I gotta nothing. go to my uh, important disposition. I have yeah. to go. Yeah, he had nothing to offer. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, wooden board. Like yeah. um, I was, ex- I found it really weird when they met, like as a family, like the mm. two families met when they had a, a party together, mm. and it just felt like like it gave me like flashbacks to Birdemic, where just the pacing of the cuts mm. and the conversation. There's just all these like gaps of air, which yeah, horrible. Yeah, it just really felt reminiscent of that. And mm. like, I just want to know the context that both of those women told their husbands about this meeting. Yeah, that was never uh, explained. You know how I'm like a, a powerful executive. Well, I met this poor waitress from the other side of the town, mm. and we're gonna have them over for dinner, yeah. and she's my best friend now. <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh, wait. The the fact that she went like she got sent to a, to a all right. So there's this cafe that the, that Curly Early works at. <laughs> and- we need to we need to back up and talk about the fucking cafe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 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 straighthead bitch is uh, is a powerful music executive. Julia, Julia, apparently, yeah. apparently she's a powerful music exec or or president of the of the label. And you yeah, know that right. because she walks around with a briefcase in 2018. Mm. Who walks around with a fucking giant briefcase? Mm. And she's supposed to be like rich, and it's the ugliest fucking briefcase. Yeah, at least give her like something from Louis Vuitton or mm. something. There's, mm. Hideous. Anyway, and continue. The, uh, now, I, now I'm on another tangent. <laughs> the sets. Her house is supposed to be like this amazing like, thing, amazing. and it was fucking disgusting. <laughs> but I feel like you can't and really office. You can't yeah. really tear these films apart. But uh, yeah, you just know that these were all made in a place that has like this is an office, this is yeah. a whatever you know, like, and they just it's just the same shit for all these shitty movies. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could just see it was so like. Dale. And every time mm. they cut to the office, they use the same establishing, establishing shot, shot of this, like... There were heaps of things that but, reminded but they, me of the room. Yeah. <laughs> but they hated the establishing shot so much. They'd show, like, half a second. They're like, yeah, well, like, I don't like this shot, but we need to use it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We paid for this file footage. We're going to use it. Wait, um, where were we? The okay, cafe. Yeah, the cafe. Yeah. Oh, so, all right. So, yeah. So, high-powered exec... Gets a um, who gave her this memo to go? Oh, her gay assistant. Her gay assistant is he gay? I'm saying he is. <laughs> okay. Um. So he he's like, you gotta check out this singing waitress at this dive cafe. Waiter. He was there to see the other guy. Oh. She was there to see the other guy. Oh, it right. Was the, the, that guy was the worst singer, the singer ever. ever yeah. Yeah. yeah, but the note said, like, amazing talent, you must check him out. And then, like, the note in, in, a, briefcase. in a crazy twist, that guy's bad. But the other waitress. Curly hair. Oh, is maybe really she's good. good. But also, I couldn't figure out. I'm like, it, are we supposed to think this is good? Like, I don't want to be really mean, but there was some <laughs> real, like, well, bomb as, notes as an in expert. There. Why, what was your opinion of her her rendition of Joy to the World? It was really weird, and I'm going to borrow from <laughs> Paul, but it, 
Did you say it? What, that it's like he's from a porno? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it it's so like <laughs> when <laughs> Fergie sung the national anthem. <laughs> it was so, like, she didn't sing. She was singing, what was it, Joy to the World. She yeah. didn't sing all the lines. She held some of them longer. Yeah. And, like, the phrasing was all weird. Yeah. And, like... She was really belting some parts that it was, was a, like in a very was, jarring way. And it was a little like this. Joy to the world. Joy to the world. Joy to the world. The Savior reigns. The men their songs employ. Repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy, repeat, repeat the sounding joy. Yes. On a side tangent, joy to the world always makes me feel uncomfortable when the line, the Lord is come. Like, why haven't we changed that? I know that's the way we used to talk, but now it means something different and mm. everyone still sings it the same way. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do you want to know what Christmas Carol <laughs> makes me uncomfortable? Which one? <laughs> Not because of like what the words are, but just the, the, the song itself is the hot cover bells, sweet silver bells, all seem to say that one's so scary (laughs) yeah it's terrifying (laughs) and it also just fully like puts you in the headspace of kevin mcallister yeah Yeah. getting that house ready to fucking fuck those robbers up he's like i've got to fucking get thumbtacks and like a blowtorch and it's just every time i hear it it's like remember good christmas movies yeah (laughs) you're the one that made us do this podcast about this genre (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right, the next podcast will be about children trapped in a house, all right? <laughs> Just all films about that. <laughs> we have Home Alone and the rest are really disturbing. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Uh, there's so actually there's so many fucking Home Alone movies you could do a whole podcast on them. They just keep making them. <laughs> oh crap! Um, <laughs> but um, so we haven't talked about the swap, the actual swap. Yeah. So they both go to this Christmas market. Oh. Um, at at late at night, they're both on the phones with their significant others while they're doing the shopping. And they're talking about what they hate about their life. And wishing that it could be different. And they both wish that it could be different at the same time as noticing a candy cane Christmas ornament on one of the trees. They both go to grab the tree. Oh, Paul, Paul, it's it's a love heart made out of two candy canes. Yeah. And it is the fugliest thing you've ever seen in yeah. your life. Um, and they fight over it. Yeah. And they both won't let it go. And then it starts glowing and then it explodes and they both mm. fall back onto red bean bags. Red bean bags. <laughs> And then it just cuts to black and they wake up in each other's respective beds. So I'm guessing... The moral of the story is don't touch fugly ornaments. (laughs) I guess so. But we also see that there's this old lady called Mrs. Nick that works at the Christmas shop. Is it though? It sounds stupid. (laughs) And like she keeps 
popping up at various points in mm. the film, doing little like sly Santa references. Yeah, but like that's not even what Mrs. Claus looks like. But I don't know if she it was. She was Olaf. I think she's supposed to be Santa. Like she's supposed to actually be Santa. They've just re, like, you know, it's 2018, you can just change a gender. No, I don't agree. <laughs> this movie you think is that's super... what they had in mind? Yeah. <laughs> nah. She's supposed to be Santa's his wife, Santa's transitions. Right? <laughs> no, they, it's Mrs. Claus. Yeah, well, yeah. why couldn't she be fucking Mrs. Claus? Well, if she was Mrs. Claus, she'd be Mrs. Claus, but she said she's Mrs. Nick. Yeah, but so that means that it's Mr. St. Nick? Is... Mrs. Claus is probably copyrighted or some shit. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Because she had her, she had the naughty or nice list later on. Like, I think she was Santa. Either that or she was like some demon or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't have been Santa's wife. Isn't that more of a logical conclusion? The two options are Santa <laughs> <Demon>. or demon. <laughs> It's <laughs> got up a few notches. I'm going with demon. I like demon. Um, <laughs> and then the next part of the film takes place in hell. No, she. No, a, she. She was acting very sinister the whole she's time. She's a fucking weirdo. Like, what else does she have to do with her time than mess with these she's two just like, smiling and giggling women. the whole time? Yeah, and you know, she said that really way. She said it was really weird. Whatever it was when she gave them the candy canes. Yeah, it was like. Mm. That was a terrible line. Yes. Mm. Well, there was a lot of terrible Everyone lines. Everyone could use a little candy cane in their life or something. It was something like yeah. that. It was like, no. Oh, God. Wrap me right with you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here. Have this little candy cane. It's amazing what one little candy cane can do for you. So now, time for our favorite segment, Hot or Not. So let's take it away. Is she a toot or a boot? Is he ugly or cute? Tell me, is he hot or not? Everyone, Everyone is, is beautiful, beautiful in, in their, their own way. way. Uh, <laughs> so, let's get this uh, bland train started. <laughs> <laughs> um, first off, the rank. Jackie Seaton, or who played Audrey Turner, a.k.a. Curly Hair. <laughs> hot or not? Hot. Hot. She she like reminded me of suddenly Susan. I don't know oh, her like real Brooke name. Shields. Brooke Shields. Yeah, yeah, she had a Brooke Shields face with crazy eyes. P.S. I, I guess she it has is crazy a eyes. crime against everything that you just called Brooke Shields suddenly Susan. <laughs> <laughs> well, is she she's known done, for... She's never done anything else iconic. <laughs> is she known? Right? Is she known? <laughs> as... Oh yeah. Is that all she's done? Yeah. <laughs> she was very famous in Studio 54. I just feel like her personality deserves... Wasn't she a model? She's I got thought damn she was eyebrows. She yeah. was like an underage Calvin Klein model. Yeah. But I always remember her for suddenly Susan, so... All right, well, that's just your opinion, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's she was um, a hot, but like in the most generic way possible. Yeah, mm. well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds uh, about right. Uh, Ashley Wood, who played Julia Sampson, who was the straight hair. Hot. She reminded me of a Leslie man (laughs) mixed with, uh, what's her name? Every hot person's just mixed with Leslie man. (laughs) I think you've got a thing for Leslie man. Um, Leslie man and, uh, that girl from suddenly... (laughs) Brooke Shields. 
Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner. That's just because she woke up with an eye mask on and she had straight hair and it was just so like. And she had pink pajamas. So like she was suddenly 30. 30. It was yeah. crazy. She reminded me of someone too. I was interested to see if anyone else picked up on it. Leslie Munn? She doesn't look anything like her, Brenton. <laughs> um, I thought she looked like Danny Minogue. Hey, no. no. Uh, well, we're going to do a side-by-side on that on the socials and the, um, yeah, gonna, the public can gonna, vote. Because, I mean, all our American listeners will be like, who? Well, all our British listeners <laughs> will really be into it. They'll be like, ooh, 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 ooh. I don't know. I'm what? Think of, like, they the orcs? noise. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> what noise do British people make? Oi. 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 Hey, oi. Governor. <laughs> Taking you down to Sunny Hill to get nicked, mate. <laughs> oh, oh, Can Lord. you blast the spot of dick? <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's late. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, all right. All Let's right. do the rest of the episode in these accents. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, so, uh, Houston. Do you Bynes. think she's hot? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Blandly hot. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Houston Fines, who played Paul Turner, which was Curly Head's husband. Curly Head's husband. Yes, I thought he was hot. Brendan? In a generic way. He also yeah. looks like, a, everyone looks like someone now, apparently. Uh, he reminded me of someone. <laughs> <laughs> what was the film that we watched where that was a line? What? You remind me of those <gasps> eyes. That's, that was every day, wasn't it? No, that was Down to Earth, I think. Which one was that? Yes. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, uh, I, I think he looks like uh, a model for a very cheap catalog like rivers or something <laughs> he i like i'm gonna give him a hot i thought he was hot but he's got that kind of inoffensive and achievable hotness mm. like uh the target audience of this film would go yes i could possibly have that as my husband it's mm. probably the best case scenario for me i can fantasize about him mm. when i'm in my room tonight with my <laughs> tilde <laughs> Yowch. Imagine if people imagine if people that like liked this movie were like, oh, these guys are doing an episode on it. I'm gonna <laughs> listen and all you're doing is ripping into the target audience. They're like, what the fuck is this? Um yeah, so hot but with those caveats. Mm. Brendan? Yeah, oh I think I didn't I say? Yeah, he's hot. He's a uh, he's a um, hot man. Hot man. <laughs> yeah. He's got That's kind of like cuz he never took his shirt off. He looks like he he's could got go a husky either way. Body. Yeah, he could either have a dad bod a or he thick. could be like Yeah, yeah but buff. like I feel like he has the sort of physique where he gets to carry that. Yeah. yeah. Even if he has a dad bod it's still it's still acceptable. Yeah, it's what I aim for. <laughs> John John <laughs> the best Ham I could do. John Ham has a dad bod now. Yeah, but like it's still fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um John Patrick Jordan, who played straight-haired husband Alex. 
am not. I'm giving him a not. I'm in a agreement. I don't think he was much or nothing. And he he he's like, ugh. anyway. Is there like an in between grade I can give him that's neither hot or not? It's just you like staring at, to do it. Staring at a blank wall, like yeah. looking at it. <laughs> it's neither offensive nor beautiful. Yeah, yeah, but the see the game isn't is he hot or a blank wall? Like. like He's, but like he's honestly, not like, un- he's not unattractive. He's not a hideous human yeah. being. But I would not put him in hot category. Yeah, but you'd still have sex with a blank wall. You- <laughs> <laughs> not me. Are you saying he's so mediocre that he's like the line that tips the scales either way? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Like. You'd have sex with them, and you'd probably forget about it five minutes later, but you wouldn't feel bad about it. I can't say I've ever done that, but... (laughs) (laughs) Like, you turn over, you're like, oh! (laughs) 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 Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that just happened. (laughs) All right, so I think we should have a special um, friend or foe for the child characters. Yeah, we all know what we're going to do, and you're just going to be so mean to point them. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Onan Gregory, who played Laurel, which was Straight Head's um, 16-year-old daughter. Terrible. Britney Spears major, like Britney Spears cheap hair extensions. Very annoying voice as well. Mm. Speaking voice was really... Yeah, that'd be hard Mm. to to Mm. be friends with. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, so high maintenance she mm. like rang up her friend on like the week of christmas and started berating her on the phone because she hadn't mm. done some like project that wasn't even due till the school started again in a couple of months it's like calm down like in an in any other normal movie the daughter would be sneaking away to speak on the phone about like a secret boyfriend or taking yeah. drugs and yeah. she was snuck away to berate her friend about a school assignment yeah definite foe Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cleary Herzlinger, who played Kelly Turner, which was the um, four-year-old daughter of Curly Head. Well, I'd be her friend. I thought she seemed real cute and nice and sweet and lovely. <laughs> it's just looking at Paul's face. <laughs> just like Disgusting. such dismittal. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I would definitely not want to hang around with this kid. Um, she was like a robot from <laughs> like a child actor factory and <laughs> I wouldn't believe a word that came out of her mouth so I'm giving her a foe. Well, I don't I don't agree with that, but <laughs> I was going to say I do feel like she was a a bit spoiled in some ways like she expected She was from a poor family. But she got like popcorn night which consists of like brownies a- and popcorn and they grilled were cheese. Eating that's a poor dinner. That that is a regular thing in which she sits there and is and is like served this these plates of. She's four. <laughs> when I was four, I was cooking. She could be four. She was in like primary school or whatever. She was four. She said. She said in the film she was four. Oh, okay. Because she's like, your daughter has no structure. In- cook for herself. <laughs> Jesus. Well, she. But, uh, to be fair, when straight hair took over Curly Hair's body, she started forcing the kid to do chores around the house and she ended up enjoying that. 
they said that was a positive thing to make a four-year-old. Yeah, but that's do just chores. more like just tidying up after yourself. And she wasn't. No, she like, was like cleaning oh. the toilets, okay. <laughs> taking out the trash, not having fun anymore. <laughs> oh, we heard it here first. Brendan called the four-year-old a bitch, and um, let's go to the next thing. Mm. Oh, this is real. I look very tired. Tell me about it. You still look that tired. What are you doing? I am so beautiful. It's amazing. Seriously? Now it's time for Opinion Swap, the segment where we scour through the internet to see what other people thought of today's movie. So did anyone watch it? That's the problem. There is <laughs> so few discussions of did this, this film. Did this just come out? It just came yeah. out and nobody's watched it yet, I'm guessing. Probably aired once on this channel I've never heard of called Up TV. Which we saw the ads for and apparently they have a, a Christmas movie for every day. Of every December. day of December and they all look fucking terrible. <laughs> and did you notice they had like a watermark on the screen yeah. um, for a film called Christmas with a Prince? Yeah. Yeah. Which obviously they saw it's how like well brand Christmas, Christmas Prince, Christmas Prince did. <laughs> yeah. like, how sad is it that a film like Christmas Prince is getting ripped off mm. now? Guess that's not his tenuous look. <laughs> <laughs> so one star from MC Cook. Oh my god, MC Cook. He reviewed one of the last, like the last eighteen again. I read out his review as well. He must be going through all the body swap movies. Whoa! I wonder if he's one of our listeners. Yeah. MC Cook, if you're out there. Let us know. Yeah. He said, it's going to be a long holiday season. Who the hell was the old man, though? An angel? Santa? No, seriously. What was that character? Old man? What? It's not the right movie. Is this the right movie? It's definitely the right movie. Are you sure they're not watching a Chris- the Christmas Switch and we watched our Christmas <laughs> Switch? <laughs> I think that that could be what's <laughs> happened here. Unless he thought that Mrs. Nick was a oh, man. man. I, mean, I thought you were reading the old, like, the, from the previous movie, yeah. and you were like, MC Cook again, it was just the same review. Um, what does the rest of it say? Do that, they think that, that she's a man? I don't know. So, is MC Cook, if you're out there, let us know. And two, did you watch the same movie as us? <laughs> Um, all right, this one's from Emmett on Letterboxd. One and a half stars. The little girl is cute, but it has barely anything to do with Christmas. What? Uh, it was pretty fucking Christmassy. Yeah. They were always talking about, oh, it's so important that it's Christmas. Blah, and they blah, do blah. lots of Christmas decorating and... Yeah. Yeah, unless you, like, I don't know, started talking about Jesus and stuff. I don't know how Christmassy it, it could have got. <laughs> 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 you got to put that triangle down. <laughs> All right, uh, this person is uh, someone after my own heart. Mellow on Letterboxd gave it two stars. We had to turn on closed captions to understand what the little girl was squealing about. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's literally, that was, like, all the reviews I found. So on one film. of them is not even for this film, potentially. <laughs> that's possibly everyone who's watched it. So yeah. yeah, so I think out of all the films we've ever done, this is probably the least popular of anything that we've yeah, well. reviewed. Cool for us. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you all enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, after we've reviewed it, it's going to, like, 
bump up in popularity because everyone's yeah. going to want to watch it. Do you think you could do anything with this, like, you know, the way you were talking about SPF 18 last episode and that it's so bad that it's good? It's not no. that bad. It's yeah. not bad enough for But, like, that. could could this be, like, a drinking game movie or something like? Drink every time you're bored, maybe. <laughs> and then you just shit face. <laughs> Until you die. <laughs> Five minutes in. Um, Until you die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Alex, my husband. Oh, my husband. Oh, my thoughtful, smart, hunky husband. Mm-hmm. Well, Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> now we come to Tenuous Recommendations, the segment where we recommend a movie, television show, or other piece of media that is connected to today's film in some way, whether that be a shared actor director or theme or in brendan's case he might just mutter gibberish you're probably best to ignore <laughs> it's a sweet a burns thing, on brendan. Like- <laughs> yeah um uh, <laughs> brendan what do you have what joys do you have to uh bestow upon us this christmas well i'm going to use the connection of christmas for my <laughs> is that is that good enough for you, Paul? <laughs> Christmas is that a good enough link? Oh, I'll accept it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the movie I've chosen is called Ding. So <laughs> <laughs> the movie I've chosen is called Better Watch Out. Has anyone seen it? No, I've not sure. got it, and I was going to watch it this Christmas. So I've actually got plans to watch it this Christmas. Ah, there yeah. you go. And you not C- not can aware? Can I have some more info? So the movie. I don't want to go heaps into it, but it's uh it's about this boy who has a crush on his babysitter and he's being babysit while his parents go to a Christmas party. Um and then there's this home invasion. Um and this is all happening on Christmas Eve, I believe. And so from there it's the the two of them sort of I guess in that sort of home alone esque way. But it definitely takes a weird and interesting turn. So yeah, I like I don't want to give too much away, but uh it's actually quite an, like I just did not expect it, and it was just I don't know. It was very interesting, and it's technically a horror movie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It takes this sort of weird horror turn, and I I think if you're looking for something unexpected and interesting, I don't know. There's that, that thing when it's like young kids, it just I guess has a bit more like tenseness to it. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely enjoyed it for for a Christmas film, so. Yeah, I recommend. Mm-hmm. So my uh, connection is also Christmas. So I couldn't judge you too harshly. <laughs> uh, it was very hard trying to get a, a direct connection to this film because yeah. everyone's just done trash and that's mm. it. So my movie is from 2003 and it's called Tokyo Godfathers. Have, have you, have you watched this? No. Is this a Christmas film? Yeah, it's a Christmas movie. It's uh, directed by Satoshi Kon, who is one of my favorite directors. It's animated. And it's about three homeless people in Tokyo. Um, one of them's trans, one of them's a young girl and an, an older man. And they find a baby in a pile of trash and they decide to take care of the baby and then they are trying to find who the baby belongs to. Um, so it's set on Christmas Day and it's them traveling around Tokyo trying to take care of this baby and wow. um, gathering the clues to find out where that baby actually came from. And there's all these like coincidences that connect back to their lives that they had before they were homeless. It's really dramatic and funny and really different. 
and uh, I feel like not a lot of people have watched it, and it's a legitimately great movie. So, mm. oh, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely one to seek out, and it's and it's very Christmassy as well. So, like, because uh, the baby ends up being Jesus. There's a lot of Christ <laughs> Im- imagery in terms of the baby. Yeah, the film opens at it in a church doing a nativity scene, and then it goes from there. So. Mm. Yeah, definitely one to seek out. All right. Uh, Lucy? Um, sorry, I found it really hard and sorry, guys. It's not going to, like, blow anyone's mind or anything, but <laughs> mine is from 1944. Yeah. Uh, Meet Me in St. Louis, and it's maybe one of my favourite musical movies. Yeah. It's got Judy Garland in it. So, the, your connection is also Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> truly, what else could it have been? Or, yeah. Yeah. With this, yeah. Yeah. Judy Garland's so, so beautiful in it, and she sings Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, and this was a big tradition in my family, this movie. Mm-hmm. We would watch it every year. And um, for anyone that went to my wedding, yeah. <laughs> you'll know that there's a connection there as well. Yeah, Lucy's uh, sister actually performed a song from the movie at yeah. a ceremony, which was really nice. Um, And it's got the trolley song in it as well. Yeah. Clang, clang, clang. When the, yeah. Um, that we all know from The Simpsons. Simpsons yeah. <laughs> um, it's just about a little family that lives in um, St. Louis and it's like a kind of coming of age thing, I guess. And yeah. It's, yeah, just a really sweet movie. Yeah, I um, I actually recently watched it for the first time. Yeah. And it's, it holds up. It's such, a, like, yeah. for such an older movie, mm. it just feels so vibrant. And, yeah, totally. Um, I rented it off of YouTube when mm. I watched it and they've got like a really beautiful remastered oh, copy of it. So it actually looks like so yeah, like beautiful. the Technicolor yep. film. It, it's a great movie. Yeah. So. Uh, I remember my sister and I watched it for the first time. It was on ABC when we were really little and mum was mm-hmm. like, you girls are going to love this movie because it's definitely the kind of thing that we watched when we were younger. And we taped it on VHS, and as soon as it was finished, we're like, can we watch it again? And Mum's like, no, that's silly, but we did. We watched it straight away. Like We rewound the tape and watched it again. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big-time family favourite. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, I might give it a go. Yeah, (laughs) and um, I think that's really good, like, that we all recommended, like, interesting Christmas movies to prove that if you want to watch a Christmas movie, it Mm. doesn't have to be this, like, TV movie shit that they're, like, (laughs) that I feel has become, like, a trend, like... Completely. Yeah, like, people are living for these trashy um, made-for-TV Christmas movies. Was A Christmas Prince? Yeah. Was that last year? Yeah. Because I feel like that's really kicked it off. Yeah, I think that started... Like, this year there's a hundred, whereas last year there were, like, five that came out. Yeah, I think in America they've got the Hallmark Channel that, like, shits these movies out every Mm -hmm. year, so it's kind of more of a thing there. Mm. And I think the rise of Netflix has kind of infected it into our culture as well. Yeah. But there's so many, like, interesting Christmas movies out there that you don't have to Mm. resort to this. Yeah. Yeah. Your ANR rep Tyler just emailed... Your album is officially our label's number one selling Christmas record. Are you serious? I'm serious. That's so crazy. Congratulations. Oh my gosh, Julia, thank you so much for everything. This is amazing. This is only the beginning. So, is everybody ready for Christmas Eve at our house? Oh yeah. We have a lot to celebrate this year. Yay, Christmas! (laughs) So, our next episode is actually our 17th episode. So, for that, 
we will be watching the 2009 Zac Efron, Matthew Perry, Thomas Lennon, Michelle Trachtenberg film. Yay, something Se- we can actually link real yeah. things to. 17 again. Yay, so excited. Yeah, Woo. which I know has been like a much requested, not mm. as much as Face Off, but yep. a lot of people have been asking us to do this one. So I think it's going to be a good one. And I haven't watched it because I when it came out, it was like, that high school musical guy and it yeah. just made me go oh that sounds terrible yeah but now that i've seen zach efron do comedy i'm like oh, I'm, and you've I'm also like seen high see school it. musical and you're like you are the music in me yeah what is wrong with you <laughs> yeah so i'm i've like obviously we've seen it but yeah. i'm quite happy to see it again for sure um, so yeah, no, it should be a good one. Cool, thanks, Paul. A Yay! F- no film that our listeners have actually listened to, uh, have actually watched, will be good as yep. well after this week's <laughs> trash of fun. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> all cool. right. So from all of us at the uh, Swapcast team, we want to say a big Merry Christmas to Merry everyone. Christmas. Hope all your Christmas wishes come true, and obviously, all your wishes are that. They just keep making more SWAT films. Yeah. And Thanks. that we'll get enough reviews to do. That's my Christmas wish, to and do Face Off. Yeah. I forgot to say, thanks, Brendan. I hope this uh, episode wasn't too stressful <laughs> when you were hearing my name being repeated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, just like a big thank you to all our listeners and everyone that supported us. Yeah. This is our first year of being a podcast and it's nice that we're getting like you know, a bit of love out there. It's always nice to hear and keep it coming. Yeah, we thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Even though we're like sporadic and yeah, <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And, and we love hearing from you guys. So the more you can interact with us, the better. It makes us feel And just validated. like send a thing. We'll do the movie that you say. Like, yeah, like yeah. um, like last week's episode was, yeah. was a recommendation. So unless it's something we really don't want to do, yeah. <laughs> we will do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it might, like I've got a big master list and if you suggest something that's on that master list, it will get ju- bumped up the list. Yeah, Because remember, there is a lot of swap films to get through. <laughs> so uh, don't count on it being our next episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, see you next time. I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas. And I was Brendan Levi. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Bills. Swapcast is hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, recorded at Brown Town Studios. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.